What's up, TIW Mafia? JP here. We got Big Joe with us. What up? What's going on, Joe? I missed watching Black Backlash. I mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Then I started watching uh, reruns well, on, on the, the app on, of uh, the Greatest American Hero. <laughs> Jesus. So I didn't watch Backlash. I saw the card. Like you said earlier, it was it's the same exact thing as WrestleMania. Yeah, it was all WrestleMania rematches. Like the whole point of WrestleMania is it's to blow off the big feuds and then give a chance to reset new yep. feuds and start new feuds up. And um, the only thing new is Edge's faction. Yeah, but which is awesome. But I have I haven't seen it full yet. I know it's him and Damian Priest. Priest. Who else is in it? Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's in it now. So what was funny was during Backlash, she came out during the match and she had a hood on and her face was covered and all the announcers are going, geez, who is that guy? Look at him. Who is he? What's he going to do? She had her tights on. Yeah. So it was clearly Rhea Ripley. Just misreading the cues. Right. I mean, we've all been guilty of that. Yeah, it was. Uh, but it, I mean, it was a good, sh- good showing. Like Seth versus Cody was Seth versus Cody. Great match. Um, the women's match was the women's match. Great match. But we saw it all a month ago. Yeah, and and say like Seth and Cody could wrestle at WrestleMania, mm. and they could not wrestle again until next next WrestleMania. Pretty much going to be the did same match. Uh, did you see what RK Bro said Monday night? No. So um, they were in the ring. They cut in a promo and saying how they, they want to unify the tag championships. They want to go for the SmackDown championships because they got the Raw and unify them. And uh, <laughs> Riddle says, <laughs> RK Bro 420 says, we just smoked your ass. Oh. <laughs> That's going to be on a T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, that, that is going to be a t-shirt. I thought that was kind of cool, obviously. That's a, that. Homage to Stone Cold Steve Austin. L- little nod. Who made it to the, he made it to the, um, do you watch The Rock Show? I haven't. I don't watch too much TV regularly, one, because girlfriend and I don't really have the same taste. We fi- We have to find that show that we watch together. And then... In my free time, I'm, wa- I'm binge watching Supernatural, and I got a list of things I got to go through. The Rock Show is all, is all, is one of them. Yeah. Uh, they had um, um, this week. He had his first match, and his first match in the it was his first his first match was in the WWF. So he's in the locker room, and th- this was kind of cool. So. He gets picked up by the airport by his opponent, who was the Brooklyn Brawler. WWF, Brooklyn Brawler, Young Rock, WWF, played by Colt Cabana. Nice. Um, I I believe Colt Cabana is also getting inducted to the, I think it's the Gable Wrestling Hall of Fame. Is he? I believe so. I saw a post about it from the Hall of Fame. He's not going to get into the WWE Hall of Fame. It's Scotty Boom Boom. (laughs) You never know. Uh-huh. Yeah, Maybe right after Crash Holly. It was um, Scotty. It was Scotty Boom Boom Goldman. That was his WWF Scotty Boom name. Um, Short lived. They had the ringmaster in the uh, locker room. The ringmaster. Okay. 
played by uh, Luke Hawks. I heard that was I I saw like pictures and that yeah that looked really good yeah played by Luke Hawks who Luke Hawks has always sounded like Stone Cold yeah um they had you put a little gravel in your voice so you have a beer and get pissed right. off you sound like Stone Cold Michael P S Hayes all the Freebirds or just him uh, just him he was an agent at that point okay um trying to think of who else the big one was the Undertaker coming through Mick Foley Man's Mankind. Um, do they, who they have playing them? Or just random just actors for that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. so it was kind of cool. And that's like, I mean, the show stinks. The show's not good. Yeah, but I it has the Raw's name on it. Has WWE name on it. It's gonna. I don't think it's really got the WWE name on it, but they're able to use their. Well, they had to have bought the. Yeah, the, the rights to, to to use it. It's um, but I like watching it for like the the nostalgia. Yeah. No. Question. Uh, Coach Cabana played the Brooklyn Brawl. Yeah. Now, I don't know how Hollywood works. I don't know about that. Does the Brooklyn Brawler get a royalty from that? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, One would hope. Right. But it was kind of cool. And it was... uh, Yeah. But then I watched Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. With Cody Rowe. Oh, how was that? I meant to. I meant to watch that. It was good. It was good because Stone Cold's not. Stone Cold's not afraid on his podcast on the WWE Network to talk about AEW and stuff like that. So he got into it, and it was you know Cody was like you know I I did my thing. I was the agent. I was the executive vice president, and then that sort of played its way out. And you know I. I wasn't, he said he wasn't doing himself a favor. Like, he was just trying to put everyone else over because he was the office. Yeah. And it was time for him to take care of himself, and that's what he did. Did they, did AEW, did the AEW locker room push him out? No. No? No. Because that's kind of, that's what I was looking at. It wasn't so much, not that he wasn't tight with them anymore, not none of that. It's just that being the office and trying to take a spot. Well, they took the office spot away from all of them. Okay. Um, And they needed to. So that's that was necessary, but they didn't yeah. push them out by any means. I mean, the young bucks are still there; they're just not in the odd. They're not executive vice presidents anymore. Yeah, they're just the young young bucks. Yeah, and I think that in the long run, that'll be better for the company. Yeah, because you're not going to have this guy who's an executive vice president who gets pissed off well, at so and so, and now he buries himself. So the executive vice being a wrestler, being a part of like the office. You're going to do one of two things. You're going to put yourself over all the time, or you're going to bury yourself to put everyone else over all yeah, the time. Yeah, and that's what Cody probably was doing. Right. Cody wasn't winning. That, I guess, you know, if you're in the office, if you're the 16 executive vice president, that's probably like, uh, but, in, put it into music terms, how there's 15 producers. What, Cody, what Cody's doing now in WWE that I love, and no one else is doing, and it's sort of what, it made, what gives the AEW its charm, is he's acting as if it's an independent wrestling company? Okay. As far as going out, his first t- his first match in. <laughs> oh yeah, well, like I don't understand like what, like <laughs> the difference between coming over like his same persona from AEW, and it's the same thing coming to WWE, but it's different from what it was before WWE. It's like you can see the the growth come around and back down. He, yeah, so they let him keep the name. 
I don't think that I don't know if AEW ever owned the name American Nightmare or if Cody owned it, but WWE obviously I think owns he, it now. Before he got the neck tattoo, he probably owned it. Um, but I, I like that they did that. But what I say about the independent thing is his first match, I don't know if it was the pay-per-view or the Raw after, stopping and hugging The Rock's mother who was in the front row. All right. Um, the other night in Connecticut, there's a guy in New Jersey that does this at all those New Jersey, Connecticut shows, and he dresses up like Dusty. He brought him in the ring for okay. after the show and had him cut a Dusty promo. Nice. Little stuff like that. I that saw <laughs> I saw one video coming around where he was going down to the going down to the ring and what he had something. He opened it and then he took the robe off and wherever he, he wrestled and then afterwards whatever was it was a t shirt or something like that. Yeah. Gave it to a kid. Right. You know, where you don't normally see that. Oh, so that was I also saw that was one of the Usos gave out yeah. the t-shirt they were wearing. Somebody said to him it's his birthday. Before I saw that and okay. he made a point to go back. He went back and then he came back out for something and that's when he gave it to him. Yeah. That's so yeah, no, that was cool. And that but that's what like so you go to an independent show and you're hands on. Yeah. You're very much right there. You're very yep. much a part of the show. And, and that's kind of the charm of it. And that's something I think a lot of WWE got away from outside of the in-ring callbacks so, is that interaction he, with the fan base. He even, Cody even, here, uh, here at War when they were in Worcester after the show, he said he cut a promo. I saw it. And he was, because uh, for some reason, Chaotic Wrestling shared the promo. And it's probably because I, I about two years ago I wrestled down the street for Chaotic Wrestling. Like he did that in yeah. a promo, pumping them up. Like the yeah, it's the you know it was it was wasn't on TV. Yeah, but still, you know, the, everyone in the crowd now knows who Chaotic Wrestling is. Yep, and they're all going to Google the shit out of it, right? So, and that's the thing. Like, I like the way that's doing. I hope it gets back to that because I, I grew up on WWF being an independent show. On TV, it was right. fan interactions. You had all that. You had the the outside of the callbacks. You know the what all st- all that crap. Yeah. Outside of that, you had the wrestlers down in the in the in the audience in a sense, like Hillbilly Jim, Ultimate Warrior coming through the crowd, things like that. They were in there, and they not just like you see now, like when Roman Reigns is in the crowd, it's almost like he's autonomous, and the crowd's like nowhere near him. You know right. what I'm saying? He's walking with no no attention paid. <laughs> to me, from what I grew up with, it doesn't seem right. No, that's... You, you know, but it is what it is. They're going to do how they do. Yeah, and I mean, but I had fun. And I even watched Raw this week, and I sort of enjoyed it. Yeah, I just... They brought Oscar back, and Oscar's already in the title run again, and Becky's making a... Oscar. Osaka. Oh, the no. Her name is pronounced Oscar. Oscar. The um, Japanese Osuka. woman. Yes. Okay. Jesus Christ. I thought it was Osuka. Have you not heard them pronounce it for the past five years? I haven't. To be honest, I'm a, I, I, I'm one of the hosts of a wrestling podcast, but I don't honestly watch a lot of wrestling. Like we said oh. before, I, I read I read the sheets. I read I watch the clips if I can, but it's it's hard oh. for me with my lifestyle right now. You know what I have? I have a lot going on right now. You know that. Asuka. You know? Asuka. Asuka. I don't know. How long has been people saying Godzilla's name wrong? You know? Never. They don't say it wrong. It's Gojira. It's not Gojira. It is now. It's not. That's just... 
Japanese pronounced Godzilla, you racist. No, no. I'm not racist. You're not. I hate everybody equally. But that's just how the Japanese pronounce Godzilla. No, and but if you look at the haiku, um, not the haiku, what's it called? Whatever. The we go reading the, the into it, it's been spelt that way in English comics. Yes. Because that's how the Japanese pronounce But it's in an English comic. You're I reading understand. it in English but it's pronounced you know. Because they're racist. <laughs> not me. I'm not racist. I hate everybody equally. Jesus. Except for a handful of people. That ain't the pretty cool. I'm not one of them. No, you're a pain in my ass. <laughs> and rightfully so, I'm a pain no. in yours. Uh, now, I did watch another podcast this week, and someone thinks they're living rent-free in our heads. Those guys that have more ropes on the top than they should? Yes. What's up, Satan the Kid? That's my man, Josh. That is... Mr. Barber? Gage Spirit. Check out Gage Spirit on Twitter. He's got some cool artwork. Cool artwork. I got one of his shirts. I meant to wear today. Crap. He's got a Daft Punk shirt, right? And that's what he he he, uh, he actually hooked me up with one when I that's was in the cool. barbershop. So it's Daft Punk wearing the Road Warriors um, pad, elbow pad, shoulder pads. That's cool. So Spirit Gate. Sorry, I said it backwards. And I did retweet you. Uh, yeah, so Josh, does, he has some cool stuff, and he, um, it's, like, different. Put it on um, his website. He has just Gage, it's, um, Gage, uh, Spirit Gage on Twitter. Spirit Gage on Twitter. I didn't know if you had, like, yeah. like a Teespring or something like that. No, no, no. Spirit Gage on Twitter. He does a, a, he's got some cool stuff. I'm trying to find the chat room. But I can't. That's, um, yeah, no, Josh has, he, he's been doing the t-shirts for a while, too, okay. and it's, you know, he's got pictures like Chris Dickinson wearing some of his shirts and things like that, so he's, he's been out there. Yeah, I'm um, not even going to try to get in the chat room on my phone, I just can't find it. The infamous Pete the Barber wearing one of his t-shirts. Again and again and again? Yeah, that no, but Josh is yeah. So Josh, so it, it's like Pete, and then it's repeat. <laughs> yes, okay. yes. Yeah, we're gonna get more T-shirts out there. Yes, yes, we do, and we will, we will. But Josh has like artists working for him and stuff like that. That he's 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 done with some of the stuff. Does he give a veteran discount? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You never know. No, no harm in asking. No? You know, I, I'm not afraid to ask anywhere. You know a veteran? Yeah, I know. I'm pretty close to one. Yeah. A disabled yeah. veteran. He's a good guy. Thank you for your service. That's a big you're, dog. You're definitely disabled. Oh, yeah. Mentally. Yeah, yeah. PTSD hurts. <laughs> What's up, DIW Mafia? JP here. One of the things that, you know, we want to try to help you guys out with is obviously staying healthy so you can keep listening to us for a long time. Uh, one of the things that you can do if you want to get your health back on track or you just want to keep your health on track is Athletic Greens. And, you know, they're our new partner. Um, this is something you're going to hear us talk about for hopefully for a long time and hopefully we keep this partnership going. Um, I started taking AG1 because obviously my weight's up. Uh, COVID did a number on me like the rest of us. And I'm going to use this to try to help... Um, Try to help get my weight down and just get my health back on track. 
and this is it's lifestyle friendly so whether you eat keto paleo vegan dairy-free gluten-free it works with you contains less than one gram of sugar no gmos no nasty chemicals or artificial anything and still tastes okay it still tastes good supports better sleep quality and recovery supports mental clarity and alertness which obviously is something me and joe take pretty serious along with the real yeti it's it's the one thing with the best things athletic range uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb ag1 is a small micro habit with big benefits it's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself your subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin d which is so important to add in your with these winter months that are ending right now when we don't get as much sunlight so it will work in the summer as well guys i promise you to make it easy athletic greens is going to give a free give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging again that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance now yeah, I wasn't getting my hair cut Friday and I, I seen him yeah, I, was, I dropped you I off. was off last you left your trash in my car I did you did I was off last week because I'm gonna yell at you for that real quick never again when you get food in my car and you're gonna leave the trash do you ever get something with onions because <laughs> that I, I oh. came out later and oh my god the stench of onions was brutal and I'm not an onion I, I like cooked onions I hate the raw onions and those were raw onions yeah. that was Sully's right oh yeah it was brutal oh I love it mm-hmm. well once you have Sully's in your car you never get rid of the smell of Sully's no I still I got Sully's in my car six years ago and it still smells like right it. I mean it, the dog's a little overpowering you know yeah that's um, that was my first and only Sully's of the season so far well I, I think I'm up to six since then yeah yeah that was uh it was i i had to take a sick day from work last week and on the same day that i took the sick day my boss came down with covid and my work has um a health screening that they use so if you have a symptom which i had some stomach issues and someone that you they know that you've been in contact with covid they force you out but the, I they mean, pay you for it. So yeah. I was out last week. I was able to, because I don't always get to go in. Josh and uh, Josh and Pete, who are my friends at the barber shop, yeah, they usually have, they have to both be home by hunt the time the streetlights come on. I think so. <laughs> like when I get there at six o'clock to get my hair cut, normally they're not there. Oh. So I was able to get an early cut Friday, stop in and see them, and nice hang out, Josh. Uh, if I mean the luxury box in Southie, if you need haircuts, I've mentioned this to you before. In about going in there, they um, jo- if if you go in while Josh is there, or Satan, the kids are there, he's almost always got wrestling on in the back. That's what I'm saying. Let's go in there and do a little recording with the barbershop. Oh, Pete wants to do they, they, those two actually, I think, are gonna come in here one day. Yeah, well, we come in here us. one day, we go and, in there um, one day because I think those two have a podcast on their mind, and those two are sort of tapped in the head. Hmm. I mean, his name's Satan, the kid. Yeah. Have you know Satan's not a kid? 
<laughs> Satan is a real lord of some people. Not saying if he's mine or not. Yeah. But um yeah, let's take this let's take this pig on the road. I just don't want to show my ugly face. Um, I did not put you at risk. Josh, um, I, I took several negative COVID tests during the week. No, seriously, you, you and Naram, he was at risk. <laughs> this is true. But Josh, is, like, those two are both indie fans. Like They go to a lot of shows. Um, That's another thing I think we, we need to really pick up our game at. Uh, yeah. You know? The problem is, like, there's a couple of shows coming up. I know they go into one in Belmont. I wanted to go to one the same night in Foxborough. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're doing the, the Foxborough. The tickets are so much money now. How much are they? Like 30 bucks, 40 bucks for, for one. For standing? Yeah. And that's not... And th- that You're paying the venue. That's all that is. You're paying the venue. The guys are still going to get a small, you know, hot dog and a right. handshake, but so you're paying the venue. Independent wrestling promoters should not... You shouldn't be more expensive than the WWE. Mm-hmm. I understand there's overhead. But if you do your job, and I'm going to get some people mad here. If you do your job and you promote the show and you sell your tickets for $15... Maybe you do front row for thirty or twenty five with the meet and greet or something to and that effect. Twenty five, I think twenty five front row with names on the card is acceptable, and then fifteen for the general. Yeah, and you can even tear. You can do twenty five, twenty, and fifteen. I, I even I even seen one. But you'll make general, your money. Ten for a kid. Yeah, you'll make your money. Mm-hmm. You'll sell the two to three hundred tickets. Um. <sighs> And the thing is, with the place in Foxborough... It's not up to me to pay your talent. Yep. And, like, the place in Foxborough is a legit venue that has a bar and a, and a food. So they'll make their money that night off of that. Right. So, like, y- you're you're not negotiating well. And the show in Belmont is even more money because it's got more names. Like, yeah, hello, promoters. Your j- job is to promote. Not just print out five flyers. Yeah. With the Hardy Boys on it, or whoever's on it, I'm just saying the Hardy Boys. Like, if I was an um, indie wrestler, I'd be kind of upset if I'm work if the guy I work with all the time is, uh, and I'm one of his top guys, and all of a sudden he brings so his name person in, and now I'm not promoted on his flyer no more. This is what grinds my gears. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the things that like some of the promotions around here really got. The fact that, all right, you bring a name in every once in a while, or you bring a name in every month. Yeah. But the whole point of the name is to... Um, the bring whole point of the name is to, um, like, put the guys... put it's the like local a, guys it's on. A, that, It's like a quick cash grab. That's, um, yeah, not just put 100 names on it. And... Uh, not air freshener. No, I was <laughs> hoping it was. My great Dane Tin here uh, uh, got a couple extra chicken p- treats today, and he's allergic to chicken, so his uh, other end isn't very pleasant to smell. I'm going to throw you out tonight. Probably. She's going to make him sleep, me, me and him sleep on the porch. She'll let him sleep in the house. You're sleeping on the porch. Well, sh- it's just the only if the window's open. He, yeah. I have to sleep in the floor between the ottoman and the couch. <laughs> yeah, Damn. 
So, that, I mean, so independent wrestling promoters, like, make your shows affordable. Because the whole point is for, like, a family of four to be able to bring their kids for under $100 and have them get a couple slices of pizza. And, and think back to the company we, we worked with where we started. I'll say NECW, yeah. And he said, where, although I was kind of in with the company no. working, but I still brought my three kids. Yep. And my three kids were there. I still bought them some merch. I still bought them yep. food. And it was like, it was for the, it was a $50 night. Right. You know? And that's not him anymore. So, uh, yeah, and it's, uh, I get that some of the shows, like, if you, all right, charge a little more if you want to be like an R-rated show, if you want to be an adult-oriented yeah. show. Um, and you don't want the kids there, but you're crazy if you don't want the kids there because the kids make a mm-hmm. lot of noise. And a lot of noise sounds really good on recordings. And little Johnny's going to go into school that next day and tell... Two yep. friends. My and then it goes back so to they're going to tell two friends. And um, they'll tell two friends. A good friend of mine that I just heard from this week, actually, Kenny Kelly, used to run shows up in Everett. And what he would do is he would go, he did two things, and he was a genius. One, there was a, a pro wrestling superstore in Rhode Island. And it was like a, a warehouse, basically, when you can buy a lot of stuff really cheap. And he would buy, like, Hulk Hogan hats for a buck a piece and sell them for two bucks. And double his money. That's up. that's the American business. But model. he would sell a hundred of them in the night, so he just made a hundred bucks. Yeah. But the other thing is, he he would do is he would go around to other schools, and hand each teacher a handful of tickets and say, "Hey, if you got a kid who's been good, give him a couple of tickets." Yeah. And fill the place up like that. And guess what? Those kids that just got the free tickets, you know what they all left with? Hulk Hogan hats. Yeah. And. Right. And they bought... And the food that he bought. And, and the, the food and the yeah. drinks that he brought. And, you know... They bought the Hulk Hogan hat and then the yeah. foamy, foamy finger or the, the, or the Hulk Hogan hat, but then Joe Schmo, so, independent wrestler, has a shirt. He bought that, too. So, shout out, Kenny. Yeah. Those... Hey. You know, it, oh, I keep forgetting. I can't get... Uh, Webster, big time wrestler. Right. It's to put eyes on the product. Yeah, no, I get that. That's why you put those guys on the poster. But the show shouldn't be circulated. And with that them. too, like, he, like to piggyback off of what he said, to put eyes on the product. Where your, where's a, a patron's eyes oh. going first to their wallet? So, I think it was last Monday. Mike Verna, who Mike's been all over, beyond and. Chaotic and Chikara, he was a Philly guy or New York guy, I believe. Um, NXT um, on the Tribora Bridge got into a head-on collision, um, and it's pretty banged up. Oof, he put it out on his Twitter and his Facebook that he's going to be out for a while. I just want to, you know, Mike. To, yeah, I've met Mike a couple of times. I don't think he knows who I am. Best wishes. But yeah, yeah get well, man. Heal up. You're, you know, you're a hell of a talent, and I uh, look forward to seeing you back on shows, man. This is a negative show. Let's do something positive. Like, like what? How can we do something positive? I don't know. Hmm. I don't. Um, let's see. What did you do this week that you enjoyed? Well, something that made you happy. I went to week. see Weird Al Yankovic. You did. And I bought a T-shirt. And I tell you, it it was the Vanity Tour, and what he did was played all the songs he liked, all the one, all the obscure, the B-side stuff that most. And it was amazing. I don't like when bands do that though. 
No, but it, it, but it was. It's weird now. He doesn't have. If you're a fan, he doesn't have a bad song, you know. And he just kept. He was going. It was nonstop. He didn't take a break. He just kept small small break for the encore. But they made that part of the show because all the guys in the band and him were still on stage, and they just acted like they were lost. And then, <laughs> then the encore came back, and he just went. And then he did a medley. Like a little uh, yeah, medley, I guess what it's called, of all his popular songs. He did like like, like Yoda detect all that stuff, and it was great. One of the things that made me happy, and this isn't wrestling related either, it's actually also music related, was I enjoy the versus battles. It's a thing on Instagram. Like the rap battles. Yeah, so they, what they do is they take two groups. Like they've had Earth, Wind, and Fire on, and uh, they basically perform... Against another group of similar, um, a similar time frame, and they just announced. And I don't know if you were how you were with '90s rap. I yeah, I kinda, um, I'm kind of there with it. But they just announced the one coming up. I don't know the date for it yet. Is Cypress Hill versus Onyx? Ooh, remember back the F up. Yeah. So Cypress Hill wins just because their catalog is so much thicker. But they had a, is I mean. It? No, it's versus V-E-R-Z-U-Z. Oh. Um, they had the Locks versus Dipset, and the Locks is this kid Jadakiss. Yeah, I think that's it. And Jadakiss did a whole freestyle and destroyed them with some of the lines. Like, um, I can't even say them because it was, you know, it's a little yeah, gangster rap type of. I, I like seeing those. I even like but seeing the soft ones. He, he said, the world is all Jadis because he's Jadakus. You're a P. He's a D. Y'all are neighbors. I like that. <laughs> like, what? And that was just like a freestyle. That's cool. He just, and that's not what these battles are supposed to be, but that alone, he destroyed them. But but at the same time, you know, it's no one's going probably no one's going cut to cut the throat. Right, well, I'm going to give you a rib. I'm going to hit you. So they did one where it was uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay. And I forget who they battled, but those two almost got into fist fights out there. Like there was water balls being thrown across the stage at yeah, each I'm other. Yeah, I'm looking stuff. at this. I'm looking at I'm looking at their um, Instagram page, May fourteenth at six p.m. nine p.m. And you just Cypress Hill and the Onyx. Yeah, and you can watch it live on Instagram. I'm going. I happen to be going to see Cypress Hill pretty soon. And um, I've, I, I've always wanted to see them. They're, they're, so they're opening up for Slipknot. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I still haven't <laughs> heard back from my friend about that. Well, I on um, Facebook. Um, I've gone and I've seen Slipknot a hundred times. I'd love to see him. <laughs> so go see him. I'm good. I I, I get you know money. I don't make enough. You're rich. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I'm, if you you look at my bank balance compared to my debt, it's it's astronomical. That's. Um, but yeah, so that made me happy seeing that because I get excited for that stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, so with the the versus battle, the rap battles, I forget the one. On, I mean, I love real rap battles too. Yeah, like I forget the TV show it's on, but it has the. Um, Nick Cannon's well and out. Nope. It has uh, Haley Steinfeld on it. Is one of the hosts, I think. And, and the, the other guy. The other, um, oh, the British guy. Man? Oh. Don't, not the man. I don't know. 
I, I, they, you'd have like David Schwimmer versus someone, you know, things yeah. like that. Yeah, that's there's some cool stuff. Like I love rap battle because it's like we're so raw. But what this is is completely like they did. Um, they they've had so many of these. The, drop the. Mic. They did Bobby Brown versus Babyface. Oh no, sorry, it's Bobby Brown versus Keith Sweat. Because I always think so every same. time I think of yep. Keith Sweat, I think of the old full fun lyric. Yep. My name ain't Keith, but I still sweat, which got stolen by so many other lines. Oh yeah. But full fun was first with that one. Shout out Jimmy. Oh yeah. We know you're listening. Yeah, like, I know the James Corden show does it. Yeah, yeah, he, he's <laughs> actually really good. Yeah, there's another one. I forget. I'm just gonna stop trying to think about it because he he actually battled Method Man and yeah, like, he's pretty good. Method Man was like, "What? No, you just went yep. for my throat. Like you're supposed to go light on me." Yeah. Yeah, that's um. Because I, I love like I'm a metalhead, but I'm a hip hop head too. I'm a music and fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I like. I get a little jaded by. I'm gonna. And I'm, I'm gonna get a lot of heat for this too, but for from rap and people who don't play their own instruments. I get not if you're a solo singer, it's different. But I, I just, I prefer the live instrument over. Yep. Oh, that's so just my preference. I, I still listen to it. I still appreciate it. So Cypress Hill. I mean, they have their DJs, but they actually tour with the live. Yeah, band. and and and. Like, I'm not putting it wrapped down or the guy that just does the, the mixing or like you know JMSJ is one of my all time favorites yeah. you know Run DMC but what it, what I'm what I, I mean by to, that I got to see his, one of his last shows really yeah he was uh, it was in Mansfield with it was them Kid Rock and Aerosmith so I got to see them do Walk This Way I saw them at one of the River Rays okay um, it was the one I think it was the last one of the fr- the first one they moved to um, Gillette Stadium yep I was there I met uh, Opie and Anthony I met Jim Norton oh, nice uh, got the posters of somewhere um, I don't know I gotta find something might not be with I me. still got Opie and Anthony's autograph probably Jim Norton's autograph Ralphie May's autograph yeah. on that ticket I still have that ticket yeah. it sits on my nightstand and I look at it all the time. And uh, with that, I, there was uh, Run DMC was there with Aerosmith, and they did that. They okay. They walked his way. Okay. You know, I, don't, I think Aerosmith showed up at every River Rave. Yeah, they've they been in town just because it's here. Right. That was um, that was like back in the day. Power Man Five Thousand and Dropkicks yeah. did every show, and Power Man Five Thousand touring with Zombies. I'm going to see them again. This oh, year. really? Yeah. I'm psyched for that because I haven't seen Power Man in forever. I'm actually more psyched for them. Than I am for zombie because I've seen zombie. Yeah, th- there's there's a lot of shows I I look at and I think I had a chance but I didn't. I didn't, you know, like I could have went and seen Ozzy. Yeah, you I've know, seen Ozzy I, I I could have went and seen. Um, I'm trying to blank. My brain sucks. The band they were with in Sabbath. Sabbath. Yeah, I could have yeah. went and seen that. And like, um, I could have went with my brother Jimmy years ago. To the, not, but what, what was before the House of Blues, Axis and Avalon and all. Yeah, that. yeah. Black Label Society was there, you know. And this is when my brother yeah. remember when he had that van with the bullhorns. Yeah. Zach Wilds signed a dashboard. Jimmy got rid of the van but kept the dashboard. I really? Don't know, don't know where it is now. Zach Wilds signed it. Signed the dashboard. He has the picture. He had the pictures up and stuff. That's. It was cool. Like so, I, I could have done that. <laughs> remember the trip to Boston. To meet your brother Jimmy when he was bouncing? Yeah. We came from Lowell. 
with um, Storm and the Naturals. Yep, we put them in and driving through downtown Boston. So we had this was a there was a show was that a was being promoted. Being promoted as a TNA house show, but it wasn't. It, it was um, Dave Vasquez, who's like the president of the NWA now, ran a show, and um, he had a ton of TNA. And we wound up talking to um, talking to Cowboy James Storm, and uh, Joe mentioned that his brother was a bouncer in Boston, and they went, "Cool, you guys are coming to clubs with us." Well, me and Joe did ring crew, so we were both filthy, so we weren't going to clubs. But we sure as hell gave them a ride from, a 45-minute ride from Lowell to Boston. And and gave them, like, on-point directions how to get back to the hotel, which was in Revere. Which they didn't need to go, which it turns out they didn't need. Yeah. Because they wound up back in your mother's basement until they they got escorted by your brother to the airport. Yeah, I remember that. The next morning. Yeah. You know, and I, I've wound up, I wound up out with Storm after that as a result of that. And yeah. what was, and we were up in his hotel room with my, yeah. my son. Yep. Storm called me up one day and said, Hey, we're in Boston. I need a ride. Come meet me. And I said, Sure. Yep. And he wanted to go where the rest of the TNA talent was. So I walk in and there's Roxy Laveau, who I know, had known for years at that point. She looks and What are you doing here? And I said, daughter, I'm Storm's ride. My daughter still talks about the candy. The candy, the, uh, NECW show. Oh, she's like uh, talking to me before. Nikki about the candy. Rocks. She's like, bring them, and I'll give you. I make. Sh- I'll bring. I'll give him some candy. I'll give him some candy. <laughs> and um, yeah, Stormy called me up and was like, hey, so you know now it's Nikki Rocks is in there, and I'm shooting the shit with her, and um, ODB comes up and went, who are you? Who said it? ODB. Why are you here? And you know, I said, oh, Storm's Rajman. Cool, and the whole time Storm was like flabbergasted by the jukebox. It was one of the jukeboxes you texted your request to. Yeah, he was like flabbergasted by that. And that was, and then he was. I guess see if we can get him on again. I, I drank a beer quicker than him, and he was like, "You just did that faster than I." Me, I'm, and that was his thing at the time. Was he was a beer guzzler? Yeah, that was part of the um, beer money ink, I think. Yep. So it was cool times, man. He's still with TNA, correct? Uh, no, I don't know where he's at at this point. He's bounced around because he he came up for a little while to WWE and yeah. Um, I don't know where and he, he went came to. up with when when um, Rude. Yeah, but Rude yeah. came up, but he got pushed down. He yeah, got, you know. Storm was so good, such a nice dude too. Yeah, and uh, very nice you know. dude. Yeah, we went to his room with cryo gel. That was the night. That was the night of the the steel show. cage impact show. Yeah, we. And we were sitting in the room while he, they were coming up with the finish. Yeah, and we, we were, our seats were up in the balcony next, well, in the middle and amidst all the talent that wasn't working that night. Remember the elevator ride in the hotel? Fill me in. I forget. So, my, you know my memory. We're in the uh, elevator with the professor, Mike Tanay. Yes. Okay, now I think I'm it might have been me, you, and Pat. I think Pat Dillon might have been with us. I think it was me, you, and Billy. Was it? Yep. And uh, we're in the elevator with the professor, Mike Tanay, and we're talking We're talking it up with him because that's just us in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And uh, as the elevator was open, and Mike Tanay says, watch this. And down, it was... Um, Velvet Sky was in the lobby with fans, surrounded by fans. And Velvet Sky, let me tell you, in person, 
is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Stunning. Bubba Ray is one lucky dude. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, all these fans that are between the ages of 18 and 30 and males left this beautiful woman to go talk to the 65-year-old guy getting off the elevator. It was bizarre. Yeah. Well, those are the same group of people, mostly, the same demographic that like, will take a bath on Sunday and leave to go to the Comic-Con the next Thursday and then... Shower at some point after. We'll take a bath and they get home. Right. And it's that, like... Remember on, on the Peanuts pig pen? Yes. Some of those guys... Uh, I've worked at Comic-Con scene for years, and I know, I see the cloud around them. And did it, we talk about the, the one we went to? We didn't. We should. So, well, first of all, Joe's going to Florida next week, so no show. Yeah. Um, but... Not the we'll, real Florida. We'll be back the week after. and uh, But we, me and Joe went to two places. Yep. We went to uh, MonsterCon. Monster Expo. Monster Expo, which was just a horror convention. Yeah. And, and that they, was... It was their halfway to Halloween You went convention. to see your buddy Eugene. I went to see Eugene Clark. He played Big Daddy yeah. in the Romero, George Romero Night of the Living Dead Big films. Big dude, nice dude, nice very, guy. Very nice guy. Um, uh, and we knows how to sell himself. We wound up meeting Tyler Maine, and I didn't even know we were having a conversation with him randomly yeah. on the floor. He walked away. I was like, who was like, that? That's, that's, is that a horse? Like everybody else that yeah. was that day. But then we started talking and going in, and they said, hey, man, once we figured it out, hey, I'll be over to your booth after I talk right. to my friend Eugene. And then I think that might have, when I said my friend Eugene, that might have turned different in his head that I'm not a regular, right. you know, things like that. Not that I'm anyone special. I know I've met you, known Eugene for a few years doing the, uh, doing up, the ca- conventions, you know. But then we went over his table. Of course, I you know I get the selfie with him. I get the eight by ten autograph and I put that up on the wall someday when I have a wall to put it up on. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. it was kind of cool. It was a small convention, but it very was small. It was like it was like just, if you were to say like a, a small <laughs> gymnasium. And then we went through the flea market. The flea market was an amazing place. For more reasons than you, people would think. Yeah. <laughs> for the bucket cost to get in, it was worth it. Yeah. And, like, if you're a collector of anything, they you are. will find it at the Reign of Flea Yeah. I mean, any... So, my um, my other friend, Joey, his son, Joey, collects records and albums. And yeah. he loves it. Because he's like, I might not find the Beatles, but I might find Metallica. Yeah. I might find Aerosmith. You know, yep. it's like they might not be the valuable ones, but it's something I'm going to listen to. He mm-hmm. likes listening to albums, to records, rather yep. than MP3s and stuff. So, yeah, and there was know. multitude of booths, old school toys. Yeah, or even like I was in heaven with looking at those. The old school, old school m- instruments. Yep, even the new school toys. They had a lot of AW. Yeah. There was booths with just figures. Like I got to see the Cody Road, L- the Cody Road L- LJN. Yeah, we Which, should have grabbed it. It was one hundred twenty-five dollars. No, we should have just grabbed it and rent. Yeah, well, slowly. Yeah, not, we, neither of us are on yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I can put put it on him and send him on his way, but then I'll fall down. That's, yeah, we, yeah, that was a good time, though. I had fun. Yeah, I would like to do it again. I would even be—I don't know how to do it. I'd like to mic us up going in there. Why? Just to hear the weird shit people say. No. 
maybe we can get a booth at the flea market and and like not sell anything, but just have a booth there and make make people think that we have invisible items. Satan the kid says rain up kicks ass. Yeah. The inside I love the inside a lot more than yeah, the outside. The outside had a lot of like the outside was sort of the trash mall, the flea mall. Yeah, in a sense, that was you know, I bet you a lot of those guys on the inside also do conventions. Probably. You know, with the collectibles areas. Yeah. You know. The Funko Pops and yeah. that stuff. And the outside was more of like your mechanic tools and your Right. Things like that and you know Might have fallen off the back of a bus. Yeah, you know, people were there selling like it's funny, I never thought like at the flea market they're selling like laundry detergent and things like that. And people were walking out with carriages full of people. Well that's because people those people coupon and probably get it for nothing. Yeah. But somebody else pointed out to me the the problem with that is there's no seal on laundry detergent when you buy it. What do you mean? So when you buy laundry detergent it's not sealed at all. Yeah. So people can actually pour, you know, you could be buying what says that it's it's tied when really it's, you know, it's just some other store brand. Dollar store brand right. that they fill up. And just be filling up the bucket. So I, I'd be wary on that. Yeah. I'm I, a Tide guy. I'm a Tide Pod guy. Or I'm, I'm a uh, yeah. I'm Tide. I, I mean, for doing my laundry, not for, you know, consumption. Yeah. No, like well, you know, every, now, every now and then I just take a like, <laughs> you know. No, but, but it, it, there was literally not a thing you couldn't get there. No. And, and that was cool. And it was a fun, yeah, it was a fun day. I, I'm, I'm going back. At some point. Yeah. You're going to buy more keychains? Probably, yeah. More keychains. Um, the one thing that one thing they didn't have there that I, at least I didn't see was a t-shirt person right. printing. You know, like you see them at the mall or somewhere yeah. where they have all the designs and you pick it and they just put like screen print. Well, they had thing. that one. Well, they had the airbrusher that I'm sure would do t-shirts. Yeah, and the w- that was that one girl that had like the the, yeah. vials, the laminates and stuff. The, the one that said someone sounded like a bird. Yeah, she could make she would and make she banners and stuff. That's. That's a good gig there, making the banners. Yeah. You know? Yeah, everyone in there needs a banner. So. Exactly. And how many people go through there? How, m- how many people go through there to get stuff to resell at their business? That's you know? What up, Joe Bruin? Joe Bruin's in the house. Big Joe. Joe, um, I'm looking forward to next year, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pumped about that uh, convention. What's he asking? Oh, he said Velvet and Velvet and Bubba are no longer together. What did I think of Backlash? I liked it, Joe. I just thought that it was a repeat of WrestleMania. Yeah. Um. But I did like. I, I did enjoy it. I did watch it. Um. It was just every match. I don't think every match, and you know this because you've been a wrestling promoter for many years. WrestleMania should be the blow-off, so you shouldn't be doing the same matches a month later at the next pay-per-view, in my mind, anyway. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania matches should be set for WrestleMania. You didn't see Mr. T versus uh, Piper, you know, anywhere but WrestleMania. Yeah. So, you oh. didn't see Hogan versus Warrior anywhere but WrestleMania 6, and I got the t-shirt to prove it. All right, let me find Thanks it. Thanks to Joe. Yeah, that, I yeah, I did something good for once. <laughs> you do something good all the time. Um, where was it? Where was it? But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. What did you think about it, Joe? Did you enjoy? Did you like? Um, 
I'm burping in the mic. I'm a professional. Hey, no. Did you like Backlash? I, 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 like I said, I, I didn't watch. I followed it. I read it. And, like, the same thing, like you said, it's a carbon copy. It, it, it was like, oh, this again? It, it's kind of, it, it's similar to, like, oh, meatloaf again? You know, it's, it, 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 it didn't have a, what, a you pizzazz. Don't like, you don't like Bad Out of Hell? Oh, I do like meatloaf. I like meatloaf a lot. I don't like people who catch about meatloaf. Uh, I don't think he likes it either. <sighs> Shit, Black Hat, I watched it with you. It wasn't trash. There were some good matches. It was just WrestleMania all over again. I'm trying to find... But you say, so you say besides AJ and Edge and Seth vs. Cody, that's a third of the show right there. That's another thing I saw only six matches or so. Yeah, that's a small card. So, you know, I know Black Hat, I know you guys are busy thinking about other things on your podcast. Like, you guys are trying to think of ways to to get over on us. You can't get over on us. They're too small. No. They're too short anyway. And we don't have carpal tunnel. No. That's <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, we're just playing blackout. We love you guys. Oh yeah, it's a friendly blackout from over the top, over the top ropes. His has a lisp. They get ready to. Uh, they get the ready ropes. to take their season break. He's on the floor. Stinking, stinking. Oh, up he's the got floor. a nasty bum tonight. But I'm gonna give him another cookie. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. Um, we're struggling tonight. Yeah, but you know what though? Sometimes we came in with nothing. Sometimes you get we had it. We had a guest scheduled, and he <laughs> had a, that we, we didn't did. know about, <laughs> and and he had to cancel on us. But you know, yeah. I hope everything went well for you today. Um, they had some uh, health issues that they were getting taken care of today. So yeah. So hopefully uh, all that went well, and hopefully we can reschedule for another time. Um, yeah, but the, the rivalry we have, wh- what's Joe saying? Fan Fest next year is Saturday, July 29th, 2023, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Grand Ballroom at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island. If you're wondering where we'll be Saturday, July 29th, that's where we'll be. That is exactly where we'll be. I would recommend looking up. The yeah. fan, the fan fest, was it in New England Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, and, and getting that information. There's going to be some legendary talent there. Always is. Yeah, you know, I mean, besides you and I, we're going to have some legendary talent with us. That's true. Yeah, you know, like, and this is a big thing for us. Yeah, um, it's almost almost like we had Shane Helms from back in the day in there. In there a there's a, there's going to be a hurricane. There's a storm coming through. There's going to be a hurricane. hurricane. Um, in Rhode Island in July, so off-season. If you're a boxing fan. If you're a boxing fan and you're fairly local. and you No, you, no, you don't have to no, be no, local. No, no, but, but where, he ma- where he maintained his relevance over the years is local. Yeah, but, I mean, he fought Mike Tyson. Yeah. He fought the baddest man on the planet. Baddest. And he didn't yeah. win. But Hurricane Peter McNeely will be chilling with the uh, Irish whip yes, that day. Will. Yes, he will. 
Look at these old grandpas. <laughs> Listen. He wishes he'll still be relevant when he's our age. <laughs> you know what I found out that I, I give props to? What? Is the one who says we live rent-free in his head. That, um... The, the, the second year, Yeti... The, 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 the Yeti Junior. Yeti Squared. Yeah. Um, he's a teacher. A teacher. That's I give cool. props for I that. give him mad props for what's, that. What's funny is, if you follow the real Yeti on Facebook... The announcement he just made. That's true. So it, the similarities are uncanny. The first name. First name, now the, the job. The the, 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 the the tag online. Yep. Yeah. And the thing is, both of them, at times, can be a-holes. Joe, I'll have a signed, um, I'll make sure you get a signed boxing glove. <laughs> Yeti squared. <laughs> but Sabah's a good dude, and he's a, you know, the fact that he's a teacher in mind, and he's melding those young minds down in Texas, I give props yeah, for that. Yeah, props. I think he's still a jerk and mean. Yeah, and he's a giant poopy head. Not a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. He you eats know. turds for breakfast. Does not live rent-free in my head. He's been evicted from that. No, I, forg- I, I forget about him as soon as his name leaves my lips. I feel bad for anyone living in my head. That's a dark place. Well, at least if they live in my head, they'll have company. Yeah, the there's other a few places. other people up there. Yep. I'll remember, remember to tell so you about that. I, I found something out about that. I'll tell you after. So, we're going to start a game. We should start a, a quiz show. Like, trying to like, um, well, I did just copyright a name mm-hmm. for, for a quiz show. I got the federal copyright for, for WrestleNary. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anybody, you see anybody else using that, yeah, they go at them. I copyrighted that. That's ours, <laughs> and no one else can use it. <laughs> so if you know anybody else out there that has a, a, a wrestling quiz uh, game by that Joe name, Joe Bruins helping us out. He's telling us something. Ooh, I can't wait to meet Coco Beware, Nikita Koloff. Yes, Kevin Sullivan. Coco Beware and Kevin Sullivan all recently added to the. That's amazing. Like. He's bringing us, especially for you and I. I, I, I must speak for you when I say this. We've had Nikita on, but but Nikita's a nice guy. He's bringing like what we watched as children, the Birdman, into the room with us. I get it. Oh, if he brings a bird, we got to keep the dog away. Uh, Coco doesn't travel with the bird anymore. Oh, okay, so good, 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 good. We'll get a stuffed one. That's um, basically what he does at yeah. this point, just for the. Nostalgia type of thing. Yeah, it, like going back to when I was a kid watching wrestling. Yeah, there was a lot of it was all the Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, right. and Macho Man. But you you can see to me back then watching Hulk Hogan, they were acting tough. Coco Beware was charismatic. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and like that that drew me in. Same with Junkie Eyed Dog. You know, yeah, JYD was my man. Yeah. That's and it. then he gets on and <laughs> running headbutt. Yeah, Frankie died in a fire. Then yeah. Coco never replaced him. It's tough to replace something like that. Yeah, but like I, if you died in a fire, I'd probably try to replace you. My mother would. Yeah, she'd probably take me in. No, you might. No, she might. No, she'd sell your TV. Probably. Yeah, she can get it out of the room. It's the size of the whole room. Yeah. But that's all I got for this week, Joe. Joe just put out a few more names. 
Diddy, let's see what we got. Demolition, Powers of Pain. Mike McGurk, old wrestling pr- promoter. That's nice. Joe, uh, not promoter, sorry, announcer, ring announcer. Joe Gertner. Mario Mancini. Nice. We'll get him in studio. Demolition, Powers of Pain. Glamour Girls. Oh, yeah. All announced. So yeah, that's when we go down there, we're going to go all out. Bears, we, we'll try to have some merch. We'll get, yeah. some thing, we'll get some things in order. But the, I mean, last time we got to sit across from Demolition, remember? And yeah, and it was like we were here in the corner, and they were like on the other corner. It was us with Electro Ant and um, Ultimate Ant. Yeah. And uh, then, then known as Defense and Green Ant. And then there was that other booth the next ETWA to us. The ETWA Tag Team Champions. Remember the booth next to us who kind yeah, of kept, kept trying, trying to put stuff on our table? table? We should have just took it and put it under our table and we're like, hey, it was on my table. I thought it was mine. But yeah, we sat across from the Demolition um, Honky Tonk. Yep. And, all, and like, it was, it was weird because it was just... They were just there, you know? Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. I, it was just the first time I'd seen my childhood heroes say in person. Yeah. Other than going to a show. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, guys, that's all I got for this week. Definitely check out uh, Los Bariquas, Savio Vega, Miguel Perez, Jose Savio Estrada. Vega? Yeah. We'll be reuniting. Oh. So Los Bariquas reuniting at the New England Fan that's Fest. That's cool. I, I definitely say. Check out New England Fan Fest. Yeah, online. that's good. I'm going to geek out there. I'm going to. I'm, like, I'm probably going to forget about our booth, and I'm going to go talk to everyone else. You know? God, might. I'm going to be. I'm going to drink. Yeah, I'll buy them for you. There you go. Because it's probably like a one drink. You only serve one drink at a time, and I don't drink, so I'll get one. So you have two every time. Let me see. <laughs> Yeah. I just got a text from Adam Marasano saying, best wrestling podcast in the game. Nice. Chills me right out. Thank you, Adam. Man. Adam, we're still going to come. Situate is not that far away from the studio. No, because like, Situate's like kind of near H- H- Hingham, which is kind of near Weymouth, where I'm at. Adam, we're looking. Me and you for can get. This is what me and Adam got to do. You, We got to throw you out for a week. Why? And me and Adam sit and talk sneakers. Then no, I want to talk sneakers too because I want to be that like antagonist. Adam just bought a pair of Louis Louis Vuitton sneakers. Louis Vuitton that are probably ten years old but brand new. They're never brand new. Ne- brand new. I mean, never worn. And he's gonna wear them. Yeah. They probably cost he, ten grand. He dropped. A, he dropped. A, I don't know what he dropped, but oh, Adam, those are fire. Uh, yeah, I get it. You guys, I'm going to be he's here. He's messaging that. me now. I'm going to be here for that. I got to be the antagonist to it. He <laughs> just said, "Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do, Adam. Let's pick it. Let's pick a Tuesday, man. Oh yeah. I know you're busy, but Adam's a real estate mogul, basically mogul. now. Oh no. Yeah. That well, word is being properly used. Nope. Yeah, I I get Adam it. Does I see. Very well for himself down there, and uh, with Jack Conway Realty and. Uh, Situate, I believe, and uh, Adam's the man. Nice. If you need a house in that area, definitely look him up. We should get into real estate. Irish with realty. Neither one of us have a house. No, but that doesn't matter. We can still do open houses for other people. Maybe we can stay in open houses. Yeah. 
That's true. New construction. We'll we'll move in. That. But we'll, the, we'll check if it's haunted. All right, we're, we're that, just babbling. Yeah, on, so that is know. all I got this week, guys. Thank you, Joe, man. Thank uh, you, Joe. I'm so definitely looking forward to that. Thank you for the announcements. Also, yeah. uh, we have the conquistadors. Conquistadors reunion of uh, Jose Lewis and Rivera and Jose Estrada Jr. That. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to this. Why is it going to be over a year away? I know. You know? It's but I, I'm, every time I see Joe post, I'm like, what is it? Yeah. And he's killing me with those promo photos he's putting out, man. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a slow collector. I'm not savage like you. You collect those almost like I collect sneakers. No, different. It's different. It's different. Well, how's it different? It's different. It's different because you're not collecting a sneaker that you watched on TV as a child and looking up like and was your little hero. I sort like, of am. I got a he, I got a, a George Amos Steel promo. Okay. You know? I got Joe, a Bam Bam Bigelow. I mean, Joe has one of the biggest yeah. um, original promo photo collections in the country. And what's good, too, is now that he created so, that page on Facebook, there's other people selling, too. Right. So that's kind of cool. I just saw a Stephanie McMahon autograph one up for sale on there. I have a Stephanie McMahon. I have some in storage. Autographed, though? Not autographed. This is but I have, I bought, uh, I bought a line. Somehow I got a line of them. You went from three thousand to seventy-five. That's so not count. But how many are you keeping? How many do you have in your personal collection? I think that is. I think that's what he's. No, because he's put, he pull put up a bunch and show it. Say this one's not leaving me and things like that. So there's gotta he's gonna have a bunch of them. So know? he probably has doubles of them. But Joe, we gotta get you down here up here for you in studio, man. Yeah, we'll come and get um, you. I'll drive you back home. We'll, we'll, whatever we need to I do. I know Joe's got a Joe's got a huge family, and he's a big family man. Yeah, so I don't know if uh, um, only ten. He kept the the elusive ten. I don't know if uh, that's possible, Joe. But I'd love to have you in studio here. It's it would be an honor. So, but guys, that's all I got. Yep, that's all I got. Uh, so everyone out there, we'll uh, see you next Tuesday.